Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Two Geminis and a Leo. This is your host, Teresa. And I'm Tabitha. Today, uh, Rachel actually will not be with us, unfortunately, due to some personal issues that are going on, but she said that she will be back soon, and she's bummed to miss this episode because we're talking about Mercury retrograde and Gemini season. Gemini season. So how do you feel about Gemini season so far, Tabitha? I know it's only been a day, but... (laughs) Listen, it has been... It has been a very Gemini 24 hours. <laughs> Let's say that. <laughs> it has been a very, very, it, we are on track. Right we on are track. in it to win it. Yes, we are. We're going to get weird. Absolutely. So we um, all met, as we mentioned in our first episode, at Anahata's Purpose last September, a festival that, a wellness festival that Rachel runs. And we have this Marco group that everybody from the uh, retreat that we, you know, are close with talks on. And Rachel and Tabitha came in yesterday and they were just like, it's Gemini season. We're embracing our weirdness. And not five minutes later, (laughs) Tabitha has this like brand new hat on with like a fake mustache. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Embracing the weird. Embracing the weird. See, everybody thinks Aquarius is the weird one, but Rachel and I are like out to show everybody that, uh, Geminis are just as weird. <laughs> you know, the thing about Aquariuses are is that they're just like, not that Geminis aren't original, but I feel like Aquariuses are just like, I need to be different. You know what I mean? Geminis are just naturally different. They're just naturally weird people. Where Aquarius, I feel like, goes out of their way to make sure that they're weird. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, we're just naturally, Geminis seem to be like just naturally on the weird spectrum, but I definitely, my sister's an Aquarius, <laughs> so like... <laughs> She definitely likes to stand out. Yeah. In the best ways. In the best of ways. Yes, we love you, Sabrina. <laughs> um, <laughs> even though Tabitha's probably like, no, no, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> All right. So this week, we, like I mentioned earlier, we're going to talk about Mercury retrograde and uh, the sun shifting into Gemini to create this amazing Gemini season that we're about to roll into. But first to just talk about Mercury retrograde. That started on May 10th and it's going through June 2nd. The retrograde is moving through the signs of Gemini and it'll take a quick little trip into Taurus. So for those who are interested in learning more about Mercury retrograde, retrograde. First, we're just going to start off with like, what is Mercury retrograde? We probably hear the term everywhere. It's a really big buzzword. And that's probably because Mercury retrograde is one of the more impactful retrogrades that happen within the year for us. Because the outer planets are so far out, so anything like Saturn and beyond, those planets do retrograde a lot more than like Mercury or Venus or Mars or Jupiter do. But Mercury retrograde, does happen about three to four times a year. And essentially what happens is it creates an optical illusion in the sky to make it look like Mercury is moving backwards. So think of it like this, you know, like when you're like on a train or like you're next to like a tractor trailer and the car is, you're in the car next to them and it seems like you're going backwards because they're moving faster past you. That's like essentially what Mercury looks like when it goes retrograde. And that's just our view from Earth to Mercury. Does that make sense? Yes, it does make sense. Okay, so now we're in it. We're in the thick of it. Mercury retrograde is happening. We're moving through the motions. So what does Mercury represent and how are we affected during a Mercury retrograde? So the planet Mercury is all about communication and the exchange of information and how we absorb the information that we receive. So this affects us heavily during retrograde in many ways, such as mush mouth, which Tabitha, I know that you're 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 no stranger. To Guilty. Absolutely not. <laughs> it's so funny because on Marco, we're always like, oh, Mercury's in the microwave again. <laughs> Mercury's in the Gatorade. Yeah. So sometimes when uh, Mercury retrograde is happening, it's really hard for us to get out what we need to say or just to have like those day-to-day conversations with people. It also affects us by creating confusion in our minds to what we want and what we need to do. You'll also notice that Mercury retrograde affects technology. For example, Tabitha got a new laptop Mm -hmm. and it didn't come with a charger. How Mercury retrograde is that? Actually, even more Mercury retrograde I found it this morning. No. I found I spent a ridiculous amount of money 
on this charger and i found it this morning oh no i'm hoping that maybe because i haven't used the other charger for that long maybe best buy will be kind and like me and let me take it back (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i sure hope so because that was not uh cheap no it wasn't it was ridiculous (laughs) amount of money for a charger (laughs) freaking charger Oh, man. So yeah, those are some technology examples. Also, you may find that like your cell phone doesn't work or it takes forever to log onto your computer. You know, that one website that you need to get on isn't working. These are all things that are like very common during Mercury retrograde. I was going to say I have had all of them happen to me. My phone stopped working. My phone started overheating for no reason and like burnt my hand. So then we ended up having to get me a whole new phone. Oh, my goodness. The websites weren't loading. (laughs) oh this one's been tough this one's been tough well it's also in gemini which is your sun sign so it's probably affecting you a little bit more than others why do different mercury retrogrades like seem worse than others yeah so i feel like that definitely does have to do with you know where your your placements are so also you'll notice that mercury retrograde can affect travel so like causing delays or accidents things of that nature so i recently moved off of long island i'm living up in westchester new york now And when I moved from Long Island, I am still currently working there. So (laughs) ever since Mercury turned retrograde, uh, I feel like the traffic has just been like worse than ever. It took me two hours to get to work the other day. Oh my God. And then today it took me like an hour and 45 minutes to get home. Granted, today is a Saturday and it's like 90 degrees. So people are probably trying to like go places. Go to the beach. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just like, come on, people. (laughs) Yeah, we get a lot of beach traffic down here too. Yeah. So you know what? Yeah. I'm happy though because uh, I actually just officially put in my two weeks at my job on Long Island. Yeah, you did. So now I'm going to be working from home, which is really cool because then we can also focus more on the podcast. Absolutely. And also our businesses and yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, our astrology, yeah. biz- my astrology business and Tabitha's tea business. Rachel mm-hmm. has Anahata's purpose. So we're all working together just to kind of shift each other into our uh, greatest, highest, good, bestest reality, as Phoenix would say. Yeah, I was going to say, thank you, Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. You guys are going to hear us mention our coven a lot. So you'll get to know all of them. And I'm sure at some point we'll have some of them on the show. So, so far we've mentioned, I think in the last episode, we probably mentioned Amberly and Margo from the Hearth and Hedge. Yes. This week, who do we mention so far? Phoenix and Sabrina. Phoenix and Sabrina. <laughs> and I think that's it. I think that's it so far. <laughs> Don't worry. There's like 20 more people. <laughs> yeah, I think there's um, I think there's 33, 35, 33 members in the uh, Marco group. I know that not all of them are active, but yeah, there's like 33 members in the Marco group. Yeah. Which is crazy. It is really very crazy. Sometimes that message, like, I don't know if you guys know what Marco Polo is, but essentially it's an app that's like little short video clips that you can send to each other that you could just like tell a story or like answer questions, you know, whatever you're, you're essentially just sending each other video clips of you talking. So it's like little mini FaceTimes. Um, Exactly. (laughs) It's like, I always said it was like um, Snapchat, but they don't delete, like the videos don't get deleted. Exactly. I mean, you can delete them, but they don't automatically get deleted. So we talk on there all day, all night. Sometimes you can go away for 20 minutes and come back to like 80 messages. It's it's very crazy. It's crazy. It is very crazy. (laughs) It gets a little overwhelming sometimes. But it is a lot of fun and it allows us to stay connected because we have our coven mates from all over the United States, thanks to Anna hottest purpose yep so it's pretty cool so yeah our coven welcome (laughs) (laughs) but yeah back to mercury retrograde so mercury retrograde especially with it being in gemini you'll see moments like this where you just go completely off tangent for no reason at all and especially with it being gemini season now it's like a double whammy yeah also gemini is ruled by mercury so it's kind of like just all (laughs) really a lot <laughs> it, is. it is there is a lot of communication that is going to be happening but you know it, what, <laughs> if you, sure. but what's cool about it though 
is that retrograde is really just a great time for us to look back and revisit old friends, revisit old thoughts, ideas, rework your projects, re-examine your plans, refocus your goals, reclaim your power, and also especially like resetting your body. It really gives us the time to realign and try again. So Mercury is very much just like, hey, you know what? We're going to we're going to bring this back a little bit here. Let's let's reexamine some of these things that we've been doing so that we could put ourselves back on the right path, which is why sometimes Mercury retrograde can be a huge pain in the ass. <laughs> right. Especially when your ex texts yeah, you. <laughs> exactly. And they're like, I miss you, baby. And you're like, I don't care. <laughs> well, if you're if you're strong or enough. worse. <laughs> Yeah. Mercury retrograde gets you too. And you're like, I miss you too. Don't do that. <laughs> try. Try your hardest. Don't do it. Try very hard. When you come out of Mercury retrograde, you'll remember why you guys broke up. <laughs> oh, man. So how do we survive Mercury retrograde, Tabitha? How do I survive yeah. it? I just kind of go with my head down. <laughs> just move on through it. Just try not to make any important life decisions, which is not what happened to this Mercury retrograde, let me just say, um, so far. Yeah. What are we, like two, uh, like a week and a half into it? Like, yeah, 11 days in. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. It has not happened. Merc- Mercury retrograde got me this time. But yeah, I just try to keep my head down and just kind of laugh at things as they happen. Yeah. I mean- Even if your phone starts overheating and burning your hand. <laughs> So you end up switching entire cell phone providers. Which is like also so scary because you were playing with Soren when you were doing that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. I was playing Roblox with my son and it started like overheating. I was I didn't have it connected to the charger or anything. It just and it's a pretty new phone. Like it was the one of the, not the newest galaxy, but like one of the newer galaxies. And it just started like burning my hand. So well, didn't one of the new galaxies just. Come yeah, that was the too? 22. I had the 21 plus. Yeah, so it was probably like, all right, now it's time to make people buy our new phones. Set the other yeah, ones on fire. I probably fire. shouldn't be saying this because I did trade it in. <laughs> I traded it in for like money off of my new phone. Don't worry, I don't think AT and T is listening. They know. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. I also have an AT and T phone, and it's sitting right they next are listening. to me. So they're like, oh my god, these bitches. <laughs> I'm going to have like AT&T call me and be like, excuse me, did you give us? No, I'm sure they fix it though. And it like, it's, it's, it only yeah, did, it did it like twice and it didn't do it after that. So I'm, I'm assuming it was just a fluke. And like, we were talking about switching providers for months now. So it was just never the right yeah. time. So we ended up just, my husband was just like, all right, let's just go switch. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yep. Wonderful. So with me for Mercury Retrograde, I kind of do the same thing that you do, Tabitha. I just let the things come to me that are coming to me and and move through them as we can. Um, As I uh, went through and wrote some notes down for this episode, I came up with some ways that help you kind of sail through Mercury Retrograde. Obviously, there's still going to be growing pains. Obviously, there's still going to be bumps in the road. But these are just some, you know, tips and tricks that you can use to, to move through it. Also, I have some journal prompts here. So if anybody feels like journaling on their Mercury retrograde experience, you can feel free to take these journal questions with you and and use them as you will. Yeah. And so I figured, especially because Mercury retrograde is so much about being like introspective and how you're going to move through what you want to move through to accomplish your next step. It's important to take the time to to focus on on some inner absolutely inner work absolutely as well. So the first tip that I came up with is focus on your words. <laughs> Obviously, that is an issue <laughs> for all of us with mush mouth. <laughs> but before you go into any conversation, just make sure you take a couple of deep breaths and try to settle your mind. Just make sure that you're collecting your thoughts and you just at least have an idea of what you want to say. If you have time to write down some talking points that'd probably help as well. And if you find that you're at a loss for words, just connect back to your breath. It's not a race. You don't have to word vomit all over people. Yeah. <laughs> you can take your time to say what you need to say. And and it's especially important because you want to make sure that you're speaking your truth. What you need to say is inside of you. So just have patience, trust in yourself, and you'll be able to get the words out that you need to say. So for that little tip, the journal question for that is, what do you want to say and how are you going to say it? 
So when you're trying to have an important conversation, or if you're honestly just trying to say something to somebody like that, you're just talk to like, if you're just want to talk to one of your friends, and you're having a hard time finding the words, just take a few deep breaths and allow yourself to connect back to your thoughts. That's awesome. I struggle with that as a Gemini in general, like connecting my thoughts to (laughs) what I want to say. It's very difficult. (laughs) Yeah. I also feel like with your Leo Mercury, you get really excited too to like say things at times. So like that that could also trip you up. I you have know, a Cancer Mercury. Oh no! <laughs> and it was the it dream. It was the dream. Too. It was the dream. You would have failed. I wouldn't have known it was you. <laughs> oh, I'm a failure. Wow, you're good. I do All have right. a. I do have a Leo stellium. Take my certificate back. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Do you want to give like a little insight into the dream that you have? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So I did an astrology reading with Teresa because I am still fair. I am still really new to astrology. So she read my birth chart. And that night I had a dream that, well, long story short, there was this lady that looked like Okay, I've heard people described it, I've heard it described as this before, but like the wish version of Teresa. Like it was definitely not <laughs> Teresa, but she came up and she came up and she literally she came up to me and she literally said, "I'm Teresa." And I was like, "No, no you're not." And she was she was trying very hard to convince me that she was Teresa, and I was like, "Fine. If you're Teresa, what's my Mercury?" And she she was like, "I've never known that." And I was like, "You're not Teresa." <laughs> So long story short, I am not. You're not me. me. You're not you. This this is Teresa's doppelganger. See you next week, folks. (laughs) That's funny. Anyway, so I take back what I said. Those are just your other Leo your placements and your Gemini placements. Yeah, fine. No, I have I have like eight million Leo placements. No, it's three, four, three, three. I have three Leo placements. Yeah. All in the eighth house. Fun, fun, fun. (laughs) So there you go. Causing Mercury retrograde, causing confusion (laughs) and and messing messing up up my words. (laughs) Exhibit A. All right. So my next tip is uh, be a good listener. So... So there are times that Mercury retrograde could also give us motor mouth with the inability to stop rambling, which you'll also find a lot on Marco Polo with us. So make sure that you're listening just as much as you are speaking. Slow down, take pauses, make sure you're breathing, and do your best to focus on what the other person is saying to you. It's really important that you step out of your head and step into your heart, especially for people that, you know, their mind goes a million miles a minute. What I like to do is I try to focus on the actual words that are coming out of people's mouths. Like sometimes I know this may sound weird, but I might even like look at their mouth. Right. (laughs) To focus on what they're saying so that I can make sure that I am listening and able to hold space for that person. Sometimes that's harder than others. You know, we're all people. We all have important lives with important things going on. And sometimes like the brain capacity is just not there. So also have grace on yourself. Have grace not on yourself, but for yourself. (laughs) That, that, you know, if you're having a hard time paying attention to somebody, you can also just be like, hey, I need a minute, right. you know, I don't know. Right. So <laughs> the journal prompt for be a good listener is how can I focus on the words that people need to say to me? How can I focus on the words that people need to say to me? That's a great question. I don't even know how to yeah, answer that's that a Yeah, that's a tough one. A if you really sit down and think about it. That's a tough one. Yeah. I'm going to have to do these journal prompts Yeah, later. seriously, me too. <laughs> so when you're a teacher, like, because, you know, I'm not like a, a school teacher, but I am a spiritual teacher. I teach a lot of different classes and stuff when it comes to like astrology, psychic development, witchcraft 101, essential oils. I really like to take time to explain things to people, especially people that are coming into their craft and, and things like that. I am not the best journaler. I'm not, admittedly. 
I don't journal much. I journal when I'm like super, super angry, but that's about it. I need to journal yeah. better. I like to journal. I journal with my spirit guides, like when there's something that I want to speak to them about and it's hard for me to find the words, I kind of just let my hand go with what I need to say and what needs to come out. I've been trying to make it more of a practice, but it is, it's hard to put into your schedule sometimes. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like it's only hard because I make it hard. Like, yeah, (laughs) there are times I could definitely be journaling, you know? (laughs) Yeah, it's hard for me to – well, I have it, – it's funny because, like, I feel like I have plenty of time during the day, but at the same time, I feel like I have no time because it's just constantly something, always. It's just a lot of back and forth. Like, once Soren is actually, like, in yeah. school, it'll be easier to to allot more time to the things you need to allot, right. you know? Yeah. Tabitha's got two I wee do. ones. Two little crotch goblins running She's- around. <laughs> <laughs> They're very sweet. They are. They are. Charlotte's going to be super excited to find out that we're, because I haven't told her any, like she doesn't understand yet, but like once she understands, she, because she loves that astrology book that I got. She loves it. She's like, I'm a Sagittarius and blah, blah, blah. And this is what she's like. She's like, mommy, what's my flower again? I'm like, I don't know. And she's like, the book knows. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. She's so She is. My goodness. Wonder where she gets it No idea has nothing to do with me <laughs> definitely anthony's side of the family oh for sure so- sorry anthony <laughs> well they are from long island and as a long islander we are a little sassy. a little a little that's it just a little bit uh, I'm, I'm a little bit more sweet yes you are you know but i definitely i definitely have the sass i think that's a too. that's a that's a long islander thing like everybody every long islander just comes onto this earth with the sass <laughs> so it's in the water yep <laughs> it's exactly it it's in the water <laughs> oh, okay so what i was trying to say before i'm gonna go back to it now because i i realized what my point was so i uh i'm a teacher you know i like i'm not a teacher like in a school but i do teach a lot of spiritual practices to people so when i'm writing these workshops i always try to include like i was saying earlier like self-reflection and introspection but then i look at these questions and i'm like wow i should answer these questions right. <laughs> But it's so hard for me to connect to it in that sense. I'm like, oh, yeah, this would be a really good question for somebody. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm somebody. Right. <laughs> it's hard to take your own advice. Right, exactly. But that's what, it's okay. We're, we, uh, we move forward. We realize our issues and we correct them the best we can. All right. So another tip and trick for Mercury retrograde is to take time to be in nature. Technology is going to go down in Mercury retrograde. <laughs> it's just what happens. So take that time to go out into nature, take a walk. If you like going to the water, take time to dip your feet into a lake, river, the ocean. Use this time to cleanse your mind, your body, your soul. It's a really important time to remember that there is so much more out there than our devices. And we forget that nowadays because, you know, when I was growing up, like I was, you know, I was born in 1990. So I was like, and you were 191, right? And I think Rachel was born in 88. So like we were all born in this like really sweet spot where we we got the time without the computers and then we grew up in the time of AOL and AIM and and all of that. So, you know, I feel like for us, it's easier to try to go outside and connect with Mother Nature and, you know, do the hiking and spend the time out by the water and all of that stuff. But for kids, you know, nowadays, I know it's harder for to get them off of their computers and out into the world. It is difficult, but, you know, they, they love it. When I'm finally like, okay, like we need to go outside, like let's go on a hike or something. They're always so ready to go they love going on hikes um during the pandemic actually we um they like going around and like helping pick up trash and stuff so we actually we have a little pond down the street from our house and uh, we went to go pick up trash out of there and the kids were like finding stuff along the side of the road that like you know we actually found like i think it was a 
deer bone or something they were really they were just yeah lots of fun stuff like they like they love going outside in nature is what i'm trying to say like they love it it's just a fight to get them off of their tablets (laughs) (laughs) absolutely and then but once they're out there they're like wow this is great i didn't know that there was i I watched this on youtube but i didn't realize it was right outside my door Uh, and you know what? I, I will say that our devices are amazing things right. when we right. need them, you know, but there is also the time that you need to disconnect yeah. as well. So that just make sure that you remember to do that and to take time once again to be introspective and to connect with Mother Nature and connect to yourself, whatever that looks like for you. So the journaling prompt for this one is where is my safe space in the great outdoors? And how can I connect better with Mother Nature? Where is my safe space in the great outdoors? And how can I connect better with Mother Nature? Do you have a safe space outdoors? I do. Unfortunately, it is on Long Island at the moment. (laughs) But I'm working on connecting to the woods up here because it is absolutely gorgeous where I live now. Uh, So many trees. I live in the mountains. It's even though it is a suburb, like I can look out the window and see like a mountain in my in my bedroom. And it's it's beautiful and amazing. So I'm very much looking forward to connecting to nature up here. But my safe space outdoors is actually Bethpage State Park on Long Island. There's this little path that me and my friends, uh, Jake and Chelsea, used to take uh, that we called the Magical Mystery Tour. And (laughs) we had like several stops on this like hour and a half trek through Bethpage State Park. And if I ever had a moment that I like needed to go outside and connect to nature, that's where I would always go. I love that. How about you? I'm going to say probably my backyard, just not at night. Yeah. <laughs> that's Anthony's Yeah, that's fun. Anthony likes it better out outside at night. I just, I don't know. There's just a feeling out there. It's like, okay, if you stay out here, you're going to see something you, you might not want to. Like, not like bad. It's just like, you're not, this is our time. You're meant to be inside now. But during the day, it's just like, it's so, especially during the summer, like it's just so green and beautiful. And there's like a little game trail out and back of the fence. So I'll walk back there sometimes and just kind of trek through the woods a little bit. And it's just peaceful. It's quiet. It's really nice it to is. have it that. It is really nice to have that in our backyard. Yeah. It's beautiful. You should like set up like a little tent out there for the kids or something. Yeah, that's somewhere. a really good idea. That's something we've thought about. They just freak out about bees. They love being outside, but they freak out about bugs. And it's like, <laughs> it's silly. But they'll learn. They they'll will learn. learn. Have you guys taken them camping yet? No, we haven't. We want to, though. I think we're planning on going this year. I think, I think it was like, there, we have a, like, Delaware has a record. For, like, either the amount of state parks in, like, because it's a small state or, like, yeah, there's just a bunch of, there's so many state parks around here. But one of them down south a little bit is, like, it has, like, a big pool and, like, like huge water slides and stuff. But it's also a state park. So there's, like, camping and you can go, like, hiking through there. And it's it's really pretty. So we're trying to do that this year. Nice. That sounds beautiful. It is. Really, really excited. Because we haven't been back to the state park. We haven't been back to that pool since the panini started. <laughs> yeah, it'll be nice to uh, to get out there. And I think that the kids would really enjoy camping. Oh, yeah, sure. definitely. All right. Well, we're going to move on to the next one. I think we only have two left here. So next is read the fine print and confirm your plans. Yes. So sorry. <laughs> Mercury retrograde. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do that. <laughs> you know, Mercury retrograde tends to make us miss the fine details, especially because of all of that brain fog and confusion that comes with it. So whether you're doing important things for your business, buying a new car, buying a house, uh, make sure that you read the paperwork. Your brother reads the paperwork. Your sister reads the paperwork. Maybe even get a I was lawyer just say. in on the paperwork that you're going to sign because it's super important that you have multiple eyes checking in on this information. Um, Tabitha and I share another mutual friend from the coven named Lauren, um, who uh, actually told a story that she bought a car in Mercury yes. retrograde uh. once. And she said that that was like one of the worst car experiences she's ever yeah, had. Yeah, Lauren and I have been friends since um, 2009, maybe like early, no, late, yeah, late 2009. And I remember that car and how many issues that she had with it. It was a Dodge Avenger. 
and it was just yes. all the time, all the time. So definitely read the fry print. Fry print. The, <laughs> the fry, fry print. print. Mercury. <laughs> Mercury. We're going to keep all of these mistakes in so you guys could see Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> Experience the mush mouth firsthand. I had to think about that as I was saying it. I had to sit there and like sound out each syllable in my head just so you know. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So, you know, it, it's not to say that, like, you know, life still happens. Like, my mother just, she b- just bought a house at the beginning of Mercury Retrograde. Sometimes you can't avoid it. So when you can't avoid things like having to buy a new car or or sign paperwork for your new house, just like we said, make sure that you're quadruple checking all of the information. And if you're not comfortable with that, inf- the information that you are receiving, just make sure that you, I want to say like, make sure that it's clear, you know? Ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Yeah. So just make sure you're quadruple checking all of the information that you're provided with. And if you're not comfortable with what you're reading or with the contract or with the person who you're working with, just make sure that you ask a lot of questions. And if you want to wait until retrograde is over and pick back up where you left off, you have every right to do that, especially if there's a lot of confusion that's happening. Right. So another important component of this is to make sure that you're checking your calendar just to ensure that you're not missing any important dates. On the flip side, make sure that you are actually putting the important dates in your calendar when you receive them (laughs) so that you're not late or missing anything. And, uh, you know, just make sure that you have compassion for others when they may be late or miss plans with you as well, because once again brain fog yeah i just remembered that i have to put in a doctor's appointment in my calendar so thank you for that you're helping me i'm going i'm going (laughs) to do that now (laughs) (laughs) so the journal prompt for this one is what am i overlooking during this time what am i overlooking during this time and I feel like that's also like a really introspective question. And but it's also like, oh, shit, what am I? Forgetting? Right. That's me. <laughs> what am I forgetting? Well, at least you could jo- try to jog your memory to remember what you've right. forgotten. <laughs> like that in, in Harry Potter where Neville gets the remember all. Yes. He's like, the only problem is I can't remember what I've forgotten. <laughs> I'm like, can relate. Can relate. Uh, oh, my goodness. Did you see that TikTok that I sent you about Oprah? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. I think I forgot to respond to you about that. That was so, so funny. That was amazing. So I came across, I guess it was actually on Instagram. So it was reels. So I came across a reel of a comedian who was talking about how we're never going to be able to get rid of Rachel Ray because she's one of Oprah's four crosses. (laughs) I almost died. She was yeah, he like had- Dr. Phil, Dr. Oz, <laughs> Rachel Ray, yeah. Bread Gale. and Gail. Bread, Weight Watchers, and Gail. <laughs> Weight Watchers, yes. That was, so was and he had to, he had to sit down and explain to somebody in the crowd what a horcrux was. <laughs> it was very funny. It was. Go look for it. You'll you can find it probably. <laughs> Just scroll through scroll through reels go. enough. Yeah, there. eventually. <laughs> that was funny. Okay, so lastly, for just how how we're surviving Mercury retrograde here, our tips and tricks: self care and realignment. So this is a great time to create a self-care routine if you don't already have one. Since Mercury retrograde naturally draws us inward, this is a great time for reflecting, journaling, divination, pulling cards, and just exploring your inner self in general. It's time for us to access our inner compass and truly find what we want out of our lives. So you may notice that retrograde will remove some people, places, or things from our lives. And this is going to be hard and it is going to cause growing pains. However, the good news is that these people, places, and things may have never been aligned with your greatest, highest good from the beginning. And even though that is a tough pill to swallow, it is what's going to be best for you at the end of the day. So make sure you're trusting yourself, you're trusting your intuition, and that you remember who you are. Because you are a strong, badass witch who's gotten through 100% of their days already. 
So you're going to continue to get through the rest of them as well. So just trust yourself. Know that whatever is being moved out of the way is just to bring in something better for you. And you can trust that as well. That's powerful. That was awesome. Thank you. Yeah. You're, you're awesome. <laughs> no, so- you're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Okay, so our journal prompt here is, what are you doing for yourself? What are you doing for yourself, Tabitha? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I have been pulling cards more. That's what I've been doing. That's been, and I try to, I've been trying to, I think it was like unconsciously, like I didn't realize I was trying to do it, but like in the morning when I, or at night or whatever, when I shower, I just take a couple of deep breaths. Like I just stand there under the water and just kind of center myself almost without even realizing that I was doing it. It was just kind of like, <sighs> okay, I'm here. I love a shower. Uh, I know me too. It's always, always the best. What are you doing for yourself aside from quitting your job, which is awesome? Yeah. Um, I would say that's probably the biggest thing that I've done for myself during this retrograde season so far. I know we're, we've only just begun, <laughs> but um, <laughs> that song, by the way, always reminds me of the movie 1408. Have you ever seen that movie? No. With John Cusack. Oh, my I've heard God. of it, though. I, isn't it? Tabitha, wasn't it? you would love that was movie. Was it creepy? Yes. Okay. But it wasn't like scary, right? It, it was just kind of creepy. It's like psychological. Right. Yeah. Oh, I love and Samuel Jackson is in it. It's about ghosts. I love it. I'm here for it. You have to watch right. it. Look it up. 14. I don't do scary movies. It's, but if it's, it's not cre- scary. Can... It's psychological and there's like ghosts and like that's about that's all I'm talking right. about. Right. Like I can do psychological. Like I thought um, I, I really enjoyed uh, Midnight Mass. That yeah. was slightly on the psychological side and like definitely on the creepy side i really enjoyed that one but that's about like the creepiest that i can handle well it's less gory than midnight well that's good so yeah it's essentially about john cusack who's like a uh he's a paranormal writer so he goes to different hotels and writes about like haunted experiences there and all of that stuff and then there was a hotel in New York City that, like, they wouldn't allow people to stay in because every time people would stay in there, they would end up oh, dead. Oh, shit. So he really wanted to investigate that hotel room because he's like, you know, this is this is BS, even though uh, we come to find out was not BS. Right, right. <laughs> um, and it's just a really good movie. So everybody go watch 14. People, people die there. I'm going to go investigate. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. Yeah. It's bullshit. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's been like six people or seven people that have died. It's yeah. like, oh, okay, there's a trend here and maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> but no, his whole thing was like, you know, even though I, uh, even though I'm a ghost hunter and I do all of this, I don't actually believe in ghosts. And it's like, okay, it's like, John. all right. Well, <laughs> it's like it's like um in Pitch Perfect where um Amy's like, what did she say? She was like, sometimes, well, sometimes I think I should uh, smoke crystal meth, but then I think maybe not, rather not, yeah. or <laughs> whatever. Yeah, better not, better not, <laughs> better not. <laughs> I love, I love the Pitch Perfect movies. Oh my god, they're all. so good. They're very, they are very good. good. Great cast. Great oh, cast. perfect, perfect. Pitch perfect? Yes. Pitch perfect. (laughs) (laughs) It took me a second. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. My brain didn't want to connect. You're like, yeah, Teresa, we've been talking about pitch perfect. What are you talking about? Yeah, no. Pitch pitch perfect. Yes. I was trying to think, like, (laughs) wait, did I say the wrong thing? Did I I (laughs) say? That's my new favorite question when people, like, question me. Did I stutter? Just like. I love to do it like as a joke, but like sometimes people get really caught off guard. I'm like, I'm sorry. I was, I was just, just kidding. kidding. Yeah. I'm going to do that to Anthony now. Because <laughs> that's all we do is roast each other like 24 7. That's all we do is roast each other. And um, that's what I'm going to do. Next time I just, next time I talk shit to him, I'm just going to be like, he's going to be like, what? And I'll be like, did I stutter? <laughs> no, let's be honest. You're going to be like, did I stutter? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> bitch did i stutter (laughs) oh Oh, man man. good lord so for people that like crystals Mm. do you like crystals tabitha nope hate them just kidding (laughs) 
don't have uh, any of them not looking at seven yeah right i don't now. have a whole shelf full of them right directly in front of my face right now <laughs> um so some crystals to aid in surviving mercury retrograde get yourself some rainbow fluorite Ooh, love a good rainbow love a fluorite. good rainbow fluorite so this stone aids in like focusing your thoughts calming the mind and giving clarity to your ideas um, I also love with rainbow fluoride, I love myself a good hematite mixed with rainbow fluoride because I feel like it grounds the body and the mind. Yeah. You know? They're a good pair. Next, we got black tourmaline, also another good one. I'm just going to say that about every crystal because I love crystals. Mm. This is now a crystal podcast. We moved away from <laughs> <laughs> we moved away from astrology. This is now a crystal podcast. <laughs> it's funny. Yep. So Black tourmaline aids in grounding our energy and connecting us back to Mother Earth. We got rose quartz. Everybody loves a good rose quartz. This stone aids in bringing in love, compassion, and understanding for ourselves and for others. And lastly, we got amazonite. Uh, this stone helps us speak clearly with sincerity and with confidence. Ooh. Obviously, there's a ton of other stones that are good for Mercury retrograde, but those are the ones that I really like to work with a lot. Uh, do you have any particular stones you like to work with during retrograde? Um, I like to carry some. I'm actually going to get into some for uh, Gemini, but I like to carry a sodalite for the, th- the throat chakra to kind of nice. definitely, definitely help the throat chakra, you know, focus and stuff like that love a good sodalite i also really really love blue azurite no appetite blue appetite yes i love a good blue appetite we just went to the new jersey uh gem and mineral show tabitha and i with our friend lauren and uh, i got the most amazing blue appetite tower i'm holding it in my hands right now and just yeah i loving i love my appetite i have i have one little tumbled stone which is just really pretty and then i have my tower which is out of my like right when you come in the door nice. the table i love it one of the many altars. one of the many <laughs> <laughs> i know i mean we have to save that conversation for when rachel's here because rachel also has right many, many altars. right <laughs> we could all talk about our different right altars. this one like i have it like out on, it's almost like a plant table because we don't get too much natural light in my house so like mm-hmm. or well direct natural light so i just have all of my plants on this table with just a bunch of crystals <laughs> nice <laughs> so it's like help my baby grow, grow. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So just to wrap up with this uh, retrograde, I just want to go through some just information about this retrograde in Gemini and Taurus specifically, because we're not only just dealing with those energies, but we're also dealing with the lunar eclipse in Scorpio that recently just happened. Oof. We're also dealing with Jupiter moving into Aries. So there's a lot going on right now, astrologically, especially because also the North Node is in Taurus and the South Node is in Scorpio right now. So there's also just a lot of different like destiny and uh, karma and just all of these things that are coming up. So not only are we dealing with the intensity of Mercury retrograde, but also all of these other placements around us. So this is a really important time to make sure that you give thanks and you are grateful for the significant endings that are happening in your life right now, because even brighter and bigger new beginnings are coming your way. Like I stated earlier, Jupiter is moving in, just recently moved into Aries. So it creates this really harmonious energy that aids in decision making and taking action towards the visions that we want to create. And it's also going to help ground our ideas with realistic plans on how to achieve our goals. So with Mercury retrograde in the signs of Gemini and Taurus, it kind of just creates this bridge to connect our inspiration to the means that are needed to make our dreams come to fruition. So this is going to be a little bit of a transitional period for a lot of people, especially if you're having placements in Gemini, (laughs) in Sagittarius, in in a Virgo in Pisces, because those are all mutable signs. So all the mutable signs are probably are are definitely being affected 
more heavily by the retrograde, where with the the nodes being in Taurus and Scorpio, and then having the Scorpio moon and all of that stuff, like the fixed signs of Taurus and Leo and Scorpio and Aquarius are also being affected too. So, you know, everybody is having the time right now. <laughs> Be Have grace for yourself, have grace for other people, and just know that we're going to get through it, guys. We get through every retrograde, and we are going to get through this one. Check on your mutable and fixed sign, friends. We are not okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are on the struggle but, bus. For sure. So the next Mercury retrograde is uh, starting on September 10th, and we will be at Anahata's that day, which is exciting. We'll all be together for that. <laughs> is it exciting? That'll be, that'll be, it'll be we'll interesting. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> it'll be interesting. And that goes through October 2nd. That's going to be in the zodiac signs of Libra and Virgo. And then lastly, uh, we do have a fourth one this year, uh, December 29th through January 18th in the sign of Capricorn and Sagittarius. Nice. So now that you know, just be prepared. Make sure that you go through your journal questions and you just connect back to self. And just know that we're going inward and that's okay. Allow yourself to go inward and to move through whatever needs to be moved through. All right. I guess moving on to Gemini season. Gemini season. Gemini season is coming in hot. I'll tell you that right now. We just did the most like Gemini thing. I think like we've ever done today. We, uh, well, okay. So Gemini tend to be spontaneous, right? Maybe, maybe jump in with both feet. Don't even. Yeah. No, for the past past like month or so, we have been debating on getting a third dog. And today we were kind of like looking around and like thinking about really moving forward. And then we saw this picture of this puppy and we're getting it tomorrow. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of dog? A little German shepherd. He's cute. Yeah, I miss. Well, we lost. So we lost both of our German shepherds. We had two. We had two of them, Gunner and Raya. And Gunner was like my soulmate. And Raya was my husband's soulmate. And um, not that we don't love the two that we have, but I, I do miss having three. I miss having three and I miss having a German shepherd and a dog that might actually think about defending me if something happened. <laughs> like, or the kid, you know, obviously the kids first, but like, you know, might actually consider yeah. it, you know, June and June and Cash aren't aren't about that life. Right. So. Well, yeah, June will just run and hide away from yeah. everybody and Cash is like, I'm sleeping. Yeah, first. Cash doesn't get out of bed until <laughs> 11 at least. So. <laughs> yeah we'll get out of bed and then at like you know eight or whatever time you know to go get the kids to school and i'll come back from dropping the kids off and cash will just be in our bed like sup sorry (laughs) did you want me to move because i'm not i'm not moving i'm not moving this is where i live now yeah he's an old man though he deserved it did you get my text let me see i know i know boy or girl boy What's his name? His name right now is Abel, but we're probably going to change it. Okay. Like Kate and Abel. Yeah, yeah. So. What are you going to change it to? We don't know yet. We kind of let them tell us, sort of. Cool. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Totally. Like June, when we got June, um, her name was Rosemary, or Rose, Rose, and I, I thought about naming her Rosemary, but we we went June, and she, it suits her. June bug. Yeah. Well, June. She's looking at She's looking at me like, bitch, you talking about me? <laughs> and Cash's name was fucking Stanley. <laughs> I feel the like sh- Stanley could could work for him, though. The shelter. Well, okay. Now, like, now that he's an old man, absolutely. But, like, when he was a when he was younger, like, we got it when he was 10 months old. And he's just not a Stanley. And he's sitting here glaring at me. <laughs> like, I am not a Stanley. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, <laughs> Mr. Cash Mash. You're the goodest boy. That's why we changed your name, bud. Yeah. <laughs> well, he looks like a it looks like a hound dog, and we were just like Johnny Cash. Yeah. Johnny Cash, and then June kind of fits with that theme, so we're just gonna have a German Shepherd come in with come in right out of left field. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like the German Shepherd and Cash will definitely. I mean, June will definitely get along with them too, but like size yeah. wise and stuff, like they'll be yeah. able to hold the he'll you know the new pup will be able to hold his own for sure. Yeah, we we still had um we still had Gunner when we had June when we got June, so she's used to 
bigger dogs. Plus, my sister-in-law has a plot hound, Mm -hmm. which is – he's funny because, like, his name is Podrick after, like, Game of Thrones. Nice. So they ended up – yeah, they named him Podrick, and um, he's fast and, like, isn't used to being able to be, like, caught. So he'll, like, run around to try and get away from June, but June's like, no, bitch, I'm faster. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she'll, like, jump on him. It's hilarious. So she's used to bigger dogs, obviously. Wonderful. So it'll it'll all be good. Yeah, I'm really excited. Me too. Anyway, yeah, so that's the most Gemini thing that I've done. (laughs) And it's only day one. Yeah, yep. (laughs) Yeah, lots of new ideas. (laughs) Gemini season. That's what Gemini season's all about is new ideas, being an air sign. I've been noticing too, like in the coven, like -hmm. there's a lot of people that have been coming up with just random shit. Yeah. But it's like, no, that actually makes a lot of sense. Like, we were, wasn't it? Was it you or Margot? It was both of us. Yeah, it was both of you that were talking about that. Yeah, it was just like the wait, no, that makes sense. Like, let's make the app thing. Yes, that's what it was. The app. Yeah, we were going to make an app, but we're not going to tell you what it's for, so you can't steal our ideas. Thank yeah, you. trademarked. <laughs> we just don't have one yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Gem- but yeah. Gemini season coming in hot. I love it. Yeah. So Gemini season is all about communication, being curious, knowledge, gaining lots of knowledge new ideas, um, doing lots of different things, maybe all at the same time. Yeah. Well, what I love especially about Gemini season is I feel like after coming in after Taurus season, which is very much like, okay, we're going to go inward. We're going to take some time to enjoy the finer things in life and we're going to eat all the food and we're going to rest and we're going to build, you know, now Gemini season comes in and it's just like time to party. (laughs) Time to fuck all that up. (laughs) No, probably just like build off of it, you know, from that comes, you know, from that rest and that lots of, you know, new ideas and Gemini is, I could be totally wrong. Please correct me. Me, but it's more about movement and action for sure than you know Taurus is. It's very as as a Gemini, maybe it's maybe it's my Libra moon, but I mean neither one can make a decision to save its life. But <laughs> I like to have a lot of things like a lot. I like to be doing a lot of things at one time. Like I like I'm learning constantly about herbs, but I also like learning like about you know the divination and stuff like that. I'm figuring out like my garden. I'm trying to like do the studying needed to do like what I want to do. If that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. It's a great time to to open doors. Right, right. Open doors to different things that we want to do. And, you know, it's cool because I, I what I really one of the things that I really love about Gemini is Gemini's ability to wear all of the different hats that they wear, you know, um, right. it's, it's, it's awesome. But also something to, to keep in mind is that if you're not given 100% to something, you're not, you know what I mean? It, it's harder to complete those tasks right away, which is why a lot of people that have Gemini placements tend to be very scattered because they just want to do all the things. That is absolutely me. There are things that I do actually finish. But like I have a bunch of books that I'm like halfway through. I haven't read them. You know, I have a million books that I swear I'm going to read one day, but I probably never will. (laughs) You know, lots of things that I want to do, but I have to. And this might be this might come into action, you know, come into play here in Gemini season. But like there's lots of things that I want to do. I have lots of new ideas, but I need to sit down and figure out which ones are worth it, which ones take priority. Right. But it is a good idea during Gemini season if you find yourself having a lot of these really good ideas or just lots of different thoughts. Again, take a journal, take a piece of paper, take a napkin, whatever, and just write them all down. Mm -hmm. And that way, when it comes to when Gemini season kind of chills out a little bit, (laughs) you'll be able to sit down and be like, okay, these are the ones that I really want to focus on. For sure. You know, maybe maybe trying new things, too. That's another big thing with with Gemini's being a Gemini. That is a big thing is I love trying new things what's something new you want to try this season Ooh, what do i want to try this season Hmm. something new wow i just forgot everything new (laughs) ever i do this shit all the time every time i'm asked a question 
I want to try making like this is this has something to do with my business, but I want to try making some different types of pro. I'm not going to say them yet, but I do want to make some different types of products that like are a little bit out of my comfort zone. I want to step out of my comfort zone a little bit with my business. That's what I want to do. Beautiful. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Some good crystals to kind of help you get through Gemini season. You know, you can carry them in your pocket, your bra, shove them up your butt, you know, whatever you want to do. Just be careful <laughs> with which ones you shove up yeah. your butt. Yeah, 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 yeah. Be careful. Google it first. Actually, don't listen to me. Don't shove it up your butt. We are not medical professionals. I am not. I am not a medical professional. (laughs) Don't at me. (laughs) Okay, so the first stone is actually this is something i found i'm not 100 percent sure on it because i know what my birthstone is but it says that the stone like the stone for gemini's is moonstone hmm, interesting yeah i didn't know that but it's i mean it makes sense it stands for like new possibilities and like all you know clarity and stuff like that so i thought that was pretty interesting so definitely moonstone tiger's eye for motivation and self-discipline and inner strength love to get you through love a tiger's eye yes definitely use it's also protective so it can't help or can't hurt uh, can't help it can't help you don't don't get a tiger just kidding get a tiger um, i get one in every color yeah uh, <laughs> clear quartz for clarity mm. clarity but also amplify the tiger's eye and moonstone they got hanging out in your pocket or up your butt <laughs> but clear thoughts clarity stuff like that help you focus really to make those decisions that you need to do to move forward with what you want to do to get you to your greatest highest good and definitely this is my last one but definitely 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 is so delight mm. so delight for communication and like it, it's good for the throat chakra and it counteracts being overwhelmed nice as a gemini i have a million things going on in my head at one like at once like i've said before I didn't say it on here. Sorry. But I I thrive on chaos or I like to say that I do, but it really just gives me a lot of anxiety. (laughs) But I I, my mind is chaos all the time because I have a million things going through my head at one time. So Sodalite is really good for counteracting that overwhelming feeling of just having eight million things going on at one time. It helps get me out of my head. I'm like, okay, this is what I need to do. So pair that with your clear quartz. You're all set. (laughs) Absolutely. Because then, like you said, it's an amplification stone, the clear quartz. So it amplifies that ability to form the words that you need to form, to speak the words that you need to speak and to move forward with what you want to move forward with. Yeah, it helps. It definitely helps with the mush mouth, too. What color would you uh, associate with Gemini? (sighs) The first one that popped into my head was red, but that's not what I think. I think like a periwinkle. I could I could get down with that. That's where my mind kind of went. It was like a periwinkle. What would you say? Um, as an astrologer. Well, whenever I think of uh, like Mercury or Gemini, I don't know why I think of the color green. Ooh, um, I love green. I love green. Oh, such a good green. color. But I really I, I'm digging periwinkle. I like the periwinkle. It's very airy to me. Definitely. And I think. Gemini is a very, very air sign. Oh, for sure. <laughs> very air sign. I would say it is probably the airiest of the air. Uh, the airiest of all the air I don't signs. Know. Libra can be a little airheaded sometimes, too. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that Aquarius is airheaded, but what I think, but because Aquarius, I feel like they they're more detached. You know, that's that's more of their thing. Like they're very smart. They're very intellectual. They're very focused on their goals and all of that stuff. They're not really as like floaty, but like they can disappear on you uh, for weeks at a time and think nothing of it. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny because that's what my sister and I do. Like we don't talk. My sister and I do not talk every day, but we are very close. So it's just funny because that's both of us. Yeah, Like she's an Aquarius, Gemini, moon and rising, I think, I think. And, you know, we both have a lot of air placements, like, in our big three. Obviously, she's all air. I am air and fire. So (laughs) it's just funny that that, that's how it works. Like, we will literally go for weeks without talking. And we'll just be like, I haven't talked to her in a while. Maybe I should, like, text her and see what's up. (laughs) I also feel like um, Marco has made it a lot easier for us to stay connected with people that we love as well. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm really bad about texting back, but I'm sort of still sort of bad, but not as bad <laughs> as my, on Marco. Well, like we mentioned earlier, just the, all the videos at one time can sometimes be overwhelming, but 
yeah it's still nice to see the faces of the people that we love yeah it makes you feel like not alone definitely in a time where it it feels pretty lonely yeah sometimes totally especially like with the transitions that uh i'm going through right now like i don't have any friends up here you know my brother is up here and my niece so i'm very grateful and very lucky to have them both so near and i live with my boyfriend that we've been together for about five years so you know i do have people but it's just not the same as you know when i lived back on long island so it's nice to have marco to have a close-knit group of people with common interests that allow us to just be who we are it's funny because this has been like one big marco advertisement join <laughs> Join Marco. Yeah. Marco Polo, please. Uh, if you want to sponsor us, shoot us. A- <laughs> shoot me a Marco. <laughs> shoot me a Marco. I'm on there. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> we might have it. We're not sure. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, man. That's funny. So, yeah, Gemini season. Gemini season. I'm really excited. Yeah. My brother's getting married in Gemini season. I love that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think that's going to be really fun. And like my brother and his fiance are both like the life of the party to begin with. So it, it's just going to be awesome. an amazing party. And I think it's the day before your birthday. Also, it's the 18th. Oh, yeah. Yep. I'm the 19th. Yep. June 19th. And then Rachel's the 17th. So right smack dab in the middle, I'm going to a wedding. Right smack in the middle. That's <laughs> awesome. So it'll be very fun. I'm excited for Gemini season. I'm excited for the new ideas. I'm excited for the movement. I'm excited to get some shit done. Yeah, definitely. I'm also excited to say to everybody that Geminis are not bad people. <laughs> Only some. Yeah. I agree. Uh, I, shadow Gemini's suck. Shadow Gemini's are shadow. Are rough. Shadow Gemini's are not not great. The thing is, is that like shadow Gemini's tend to be like the definition th- by other people's standards, right? Of what a Gemini is. But I am very lucky to have a lot of Gemini's in my life because. Even though they are a little airy at times, a little weird at times. Me? <laughs> they're no. They're always there for you when you need them. They will drop uh, everything they're doing to drive cross country for the people that they love. And Absolutely. it's very important to have a Gemini friend in your life that will tell you how it is, that will let you be 100% authentically yourself. And also, you know, if you like to do a lot of different things and like to be on your toes, get you a Gemini. <laughs> yeah. Don't listen to Lizzo's song. <laughs> oh, yeah. What, what song? She has, I think it's, it's. I want to say it's Soulmate. Yeah. She talks a lot of shit. There's one song that, like, she talks a lot of shit about Geminis. <laughs> yeah, the old me like, used to love a Gemini. Yep, yep. It's like a threesome, fucking with them every fucking night. with them every night, yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's not get on to Gemini men, okay? Yeah. I mean, we love men. Yeah, we like, well. We, we, you know, yep. just do the work, people. Let's do yep. the work. That's all I'm going to say. Do the work. <laughs> I Yeah, I am not. I am, you know, evolved enough to admit that I was definitely a shadow Gemini at one point in my life. But I have at least tried to evolve past that mostly. I'm sure I still have some of the tendencies, but I was kind of an asshole growing up, so... I'm happy to not be as much of an asshole. <laughs> I'm still an asshole, but like not a shadow Gemini asshole. But you know boundaries and you know y- yep. you know when to uh well, I won't say that you know when to stop, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You do, you do, you <laughs> thanks. do. No. Thanks, thanks. No. <laughs> no, but No, I don't know when to sh- I don't know when to shut the fuck up is when I what I don't know. I do not I am not aware of when I should just stop talking. No. Especially after after i've had a drink (laughs) or seven yeah you know but the thing is is that what you have to say is usually like i would say 95 percent of the time is important so you know that's a good odds 95 percent of the time 95 (laughs) (laughs) but that's okay we all have those those messages that we're just like okay and this just uh just was nothing yeah okay moving on now (laughs) Uh, yeah and this just, uh, I totally forgot every word that ever existed. So, see you later. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. Anything else about Gemini season that you wanted to add in here? Not that I can think of. I guess just embrace 
the like chameleon aspect of it and i say chameleon as in like gem- well gemini's are known for being able most of the time being able to kind of relate to everybody or you know in some aspect um being able to kind of fit in with every everybody so just kind of you know embrace that and embrace the new ideas keep a journal of all of your crazy new ideas no matter how far out there they seem and yeah keep up good communication and stay curious my friends stay curious my friends i love it stay curious my friends all right. So we should so we should probably end it. Okay. Do it. Let me embrace the Mercury retrograde and think about what I'm going to try and say or reject the Mercury retrograde. <laughs> Just yeet. Don't you give me mer- don't don't give me much mouth. <laughs> yeet it out of existence. Thank you guys again for joining us on this episode of Two Geminis and a Leo. Please feel free to join us next week when we discuss more astrological bullshit. What word? <laughs> It's the mush mouth. <laughs> mush mouth. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> thanks, guys. Mercury Gatorade. Microwave. Gatorade. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Two Geminis and a Leo. If you enjoyed it, we would love to see you over on our social media. We have an Instagram at Two Geminis and a Leo. We are on Facebook, also at the same handle, Two Geminis and a Leo. And you can shoot us an email at 2gemini1leo at